millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. Uh, I'm here with Fisher. Hello, guys. And I'm Krusty, in case you don't know who I am, because I haven't been here in a few weeks. Yes. Um, I'm glad to be back. And this is a special podcast to discuss the cards, the winners, losers, and the happenings of Extreme Rules, which happened on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it is Sunday now. It's because we're in the UK. We watch it on the Sunday. Happened yeah. Saturday night. Um, and I think the best place to start is I'm not the only big return that happened this week no. so the return which everyone's been um speculating about yeah. there's been a it, lot it's of been clues. expected with the, the the clues led to bray wyatt it was quite obvious really by the end but that didn't change it from being awesome it was still amazing wasn't yeah it? Uh, I mean, people's been speculating since he left that he's going to be coming back. Mm. Uh, how long is it? Do you know? How long have you been gone? I think it was July last year. Really? Yeah, wow. it wasn't that long after Mania, was it? Because he had his last match was at Mania with Randy Orton, which he lost. Yeah. With the Alexa Bliss turn on turning thing. And I think it was about a month or two after that he got released. He wasn't on TV much, and then he got released a, a while after that. So it's been a year and a half. It's gone quite quickly. But... um was certainly ready for his um spectacles that he, he brings with him yeah i mean this Absolutely. Um, although we expected it what a what an entrance how cool was that yes the the build to it was fantastic the sort of the, i love the the fade out that triple h does as well where they put the end credits up so it's like the end of the show um he did it on nxt all the time he used to do that i remember doing it with uh, he when champa and gargano were we're on the ramp and he, the end credits come up. You think the show's going to end and then Ch- Champa turned on Gargano. That was like a classic moment. And they did that again here. And Michael Cole was even like, are we still on Are air? we on air? Yeah. Yeah. Because this show was meant to be over. The lights go out and then the, the song starts going. You know, he's got the whole world in his hands. Um, and then, yeah, just brilliantly, like all the characters appear, all the different characters from the fun house in each like section of the the fun house musical messed up it's it's bray's imagination isn't it yeah coming to life yeah and it just sort of shows you the abandoned fun house and then yeah and then it cuts to to bray in a mask and then he takes the mask off underneath and then a massive pop when he comes out i mean they popped when the music started and everything anyway but when when he actually did the face reveal um, it was a massive pop. Yeah, I think people huge. are very I mean, excited to see it back. I, I guess this means the fiend is done. 
Yes, well, there's a lot of speculation about what he's going to do. And what I liked about this is you got the pop of him returning, but he didn't go after anybody. So we don't know who his first feud's going to be with. No. At all, which I, I actually like, because that means you can save something for like tonight or Friday, whenever he next appears. Um, and there's a lot of speculation about his character. Now, obviously, the character that showed up at the end was looked like cult leader Bray Wyatt. Um, he said the I'm here thing with the lantern, he had the music, the whole word on his hands, music. But there's, you know, the speculation about, um, you know, his Twitter name on a while, if, um, for a while now has been Wyatt Six. And people are speculating that there's going to be six Wyatt characters. Um, so, you know, hit, uh, the leader, Bray Wyatt, and then the Fiend is like an alter ego, but also Abby. Um, wow. The buzzard, sort of like a, pig, a crazy Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that, and a pig and a rabbit, <laughs> and maybe he'll have a faction and people with him in that. And people have been speculating names. There's a there's a big rumored name. Well, not a, I wouldn't say a big rumored name, but a, a name definitely that would be linked to this. I think if they return, um, has been linked to returning since Bray Wyatt come back, but I saw last night, so um, that could be interesting. And who's so, his big name? Huh. Who is that big? Do you name? want to know? Well, it's not a massive name, but it's a person. Do you want to know who it is? Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Tell Bo us. Dallas. Really? Well, I say big name. It's just he's Bray, Bray Wyatt's brother. It seems a bit of a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. That could be quite cool. So, yeah, I, I didn't know whether you wanted to know or, or you know, if. Yeah, we've got to tell. We've got to tell alert, the but, um, yeah, so It's been reported that Bo Dallas is going to be returning. And I just think it's too much of a coincidence. Um, that could be pretty awesome. That his brother yeah. is. If he's under Bray's wing, because I mean, Bo Dallas wasn't anything special, but he had some pretty good runs with like the B team and things. But I think under Bray's wing, he could really be awesome. Yeah, so that would that would be quite cool. So like he, it wouldn't surprise me if he was involved in the group. I think you could, if you did do stuff. There's a lot of speculation on. We'll get to the 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 women's title match later on. But Liv Morgan at the end, um, she cut a sort of promo on. Uh, after the show and she was like really upset and a bit angry and it seemed like she was going sort of darker twitter's gone all blacked out um okay so, so i think th- this th- really th- does seem so there's a, sp- a lot of speculation that maybe Liv-, Liv morgan could be like abby the witch or something um although alexa bliss would make more sense in a way but also she also turned on the theme before I so you'd be better having live because Liv need, is going to need a resurgence here. Mm, I think after losing. Unfortunate. Yeah. We'll get into it a bit more later, but she needs yeah. something to do. I think Alexa is a better face, more popular, can can go off on her own and, and, mm. and have these title reigns. Um, I think Liv would be better off sort of in a faction. Yes, uh, I, I, I do agree. But yeah, so it's just interesting, because a lot of people have interpreted... And I, I, you said the same to me, actually, um, that, you know, maybe this was like the white characters look kind of dead, the Funhouse characters. Mm. And like, this is like, kind of... like mask was just splattered on the desk, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that was, I think that was burnt fiend. You know, when they did the burnt fiend? Oh, thing? when he got burnt, yeah. And then I you think that was that. Him, but... You did see the actual fiend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I've seen other people speculate that as well. Maybe that's like the end. They want you to just sort of remember that and say, this is the end of that. And we're going back to this. So it might be that it's just Bray Wyatt on his own or he gets another type of faction completely. Like he could, wouldn't surprise me if he brought like Eric Rowan in or someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Or or his brother, like we've been circulating. Um, So yeah, it's very interesting to open the air, but it'll be, I'm just excited to see where it goes. I've won. I I was a huge fan of Bray before. Yeah. Obviously they completely screwed the, the run up towards the end with the feed. Well, not even towards the end. It didn't last very long, really. The hype. No, it started fantastic. And then, 
obviously Brilliant. the character, but struggled to actually face anybody. Yes, and obviously uh, the Hell in a Cell match with Seth was a mess, and then the Goldberg defeat was just that just completely killed him off. And then they finished him at WrestleMania with the the Randy defeat. Um, so yeah, it was it was horrible. Um, but so if he's not the fiend. I think does. they can book him much better because you can make him beatable and believable, yes. but also make him a strong character. Yeah, and and hopefully probably a better wrestler, not as the fiend as well. Yes, because I think the matches are a little bit limited when he's the fiend as well. Hundred percent, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes. No, great, great time to be watching wrestling. That's for sure. Um, should we go through the card of Extreme Rules then? Yeah, unless yes, there's not unless you've got anything else to say about Bray. But I think we've covered everything. I, mean, I think we'll it's talk just, about him. it's that's the beauty. It's speculation. It's the yeah. it, at the moment because it's so open. It's not obvious. The only thing that was obvious was he was coming back. Wasn't yes, because they make they gave the actual hints. Yeah, uh, the, which I think is a smart idea because otherwise you're just going to get spoiled that he's returning. Well, why not just make it a uh, public publicist thing to, to draw yeah, people it, in. It, it did draw people in. Sometimes that's good. I think sometimes, you know, knowing someone coming back can be a good thing because you can, yeah. you can get the hype for it. You can get the, you know, you can watch a show. I mean, in the main event, they were chanting, we want Wyatt chance. Everyone knew who's going to be there with some sort of capacity. Um, but it didn't, you know, spoil the pop. It made it, Not if anything, it made it better because people knew it was happening, but they, how it was done was still brilliant. So yeah, it was fantastic. Um, you know, like I say, very exciting. Who, who? Just a quick question, actually. Who do you think his first feud will be? Because obviously, we didn't. Well, I always there. thought you'd go for Seth just because of what happened. Mm. But the fact that Seth has a random United States title match on yeah. Raw would say to me that it's not Seth, which I think is good because I'd prefer them to stay apart. And that says to me that the fiend is gone because. Yes, because the fiend would probably go after. It's interesting. There's so many options. I think you know Riddle could be an interesting Riddle one himself be a good one. because obviously Bray's last match in Linked WWE Orton, was with Randy yeah. Orton, and obviously the Riddle links to that could make sense. Um, you've also got maybe him going after the Judgment Day, um, which wouldn't surprise me because Balor and Bray have unfinished business from the Demon uh, Fiend thing that they were going to do and then yeah. never did. You could have him. I think. Versus Edge is a match that hasn't happened yet, which I think would be fantastic. Yeah. You could even put him against someone relatively new just to elevate yeah. that person. Yeah. Um, I can't see them doing that. But I'm assuming he's on Raw, so I'm thinking of mainly of Raw people to go against. But um, yeah. you know, on SmackDown, you've got, I guess, Drew or Cross could be interesting as well. Although I don't think him versus Cross would be a good idea to do straight away because no, I think you need to build that more. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. It depends if he's on his own and always with a faction as well. Because if he's with a faction, you'd they'll probably go up against another faction like Judgment Day. I could see that, or even the well, though, Judgment. The problem is everyone we've mentioned is already in something. Yeah, I know Triple H likes to move around, but you've yeah. got Judgment Day definitely don't have <laughs> have unfinished business with Edge. Uh, mm. So yeah, I think um, everyone's sort of in something. So I'm excited to see what happens. Definitely am. Which start of the side of the card should we start with? Let's just we... start at the start of the show and go through to the and end on the main event. Definitely. So, Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a oh, Donny Brook was... match. This what a, a banger to way come to out start of the show! Team. And in my opinion, it was an match of the night. Even you know by the end yeah. of the night, I still thought it was the, uh, it the was best thing. Amazing, on the show, wasn't it? Other than the return, yeah. It just I knew it would be good. I mean, these guys don't 
they never failed to have amazing matches. Um, it was fantastic, wasn't it? I'd say it was almost... It, it's quite difficult sometimes to make ta- these larger matches as appealing as like a five-star one-on-one match. Yeah. But I feel this this delivered almost as much as Sheamus versus um, Gunther. It was it certainly, was that good. yeah, yeah. It was it it was better than the SmackDown Smack, uh, Gunther versus Sheamus. Oh, it yeah, wasn't. I, I, I mean, that was interrupted by adverts, and we'll we'll talk about that probably more when we get to the review on Thursday. But what we thought of that because that was quite a confusing finish and that as well and that. But this had it just had everything in it that you want from a big man match in terms of. Gunter and Sheamus. It had, I mean, Pete Dunn doing his um, flip off of the barrels. The the, the, the was ring awesome. was just carnage, wasn't it? It was just an absolute mess. There was a barricade broken, which I don't think was supposed to no, break. No, I don't think that was supposed uh, to break. <laughs> you had barrels everywhere. Some of the hit the shots with the shillelaghs was amazing. They were mm. like they were not holding back. I know they sort mm. of pre-break them, so they snap, but they definitely was full on hitting each other with that. Yeah, um, and what I loved about this match as well is because it was a street fight style, not tagging in. Yes, they were all fighting at the same time. The cameraman couldn't really keep up with all the action because it was like all over the place. And I like that rather than two people having a spot and then the others lying around the ring. Then two people yeah, having a spot. Yeah, it, I, I mean, there was a little bit of that towards the end of the match, which you do need to have at times, maybe to get to the finish. You need that because you can't have every six men up and no. and and on the finish. But generally, there was a lot um, on there, and the spot of the match for me was Seamus doing the, well, it was a razor's edge, basically. I think they called it the Celtic Cross. Celtic Cross, yeah. Through a table on Gunter. That was that was good. a crazy, uh, a crazy Ruined spot. Ruined the commentary table in the first match. Why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought I just thought everyone laugh. got their stuff in here. It was great. Like nobody it was back looked and like forth, a wasn't there? Just constantly near falls, lots of breakups. Well, that was the important thing. I think this match could have ended at any time because there wasn't many kickouts. They were all being broken up because yeah. they definitely were going to get a free count, which I thought I thought gave it some real suspense. Um, some good tandem offense as well. Um, when they were sort of double teaming and things like that. And you even had like Rich Holland, which I know Keeney said he's actually really impressed with him lately, um, doing his double double yep. moves. Yeah, I agree I, I he's improved. I, mean, I agree he's improved quite a lot in recent I think he's got his confidence back. I think the big E thing knocked him, which yeah. made him be a bit more reserved, but I think he's got his confidence back now, which is good. So. And I think he's in there with the I, I think I said it before, I think he's in there with the right people. Like Seamus has been in WWE for like God, like fifteen years nearly at this point. And and Pete Dunne is like a genuinely amazing wrestler. So, and, and the opponents as well. And then Imperium very, as well. very, yeah, very good. So, serious experience. Rather than putting him in one on one matches where he might not be quite as, he might not mm. look quite as strong, I think putting him in these type of matches, he's he's perfect for them. And, you know, they're having, as Seamus would like to say, banger after banger after banger. All of these guys. Was banger after banger. And um, the finish come with um, a bro kick in the end to Vinci, uh, with yep. obviously Gunter Learn outside after being put through a table. Um, me and you both got this prediction right, I believe, on our predictions yes. league. Um, we can, we both got four out of six. Um, Keeney got five out of six and actually won this uh, show. He was the only person to get five. Quite a lot of people got like two and one. On Shout this, out to Daz for getting zero. Nice yep. one, Daz. That's our first zero, I think, on, <laughs> of the predictions league. So yeah, and t- Tizzle. You only got he only got two. He didn't get any points for this. It was a hard Absolute show to. I've got to say though, we said it on the build up. It's a very hard show to predict. Hard, over, I think I looked at it. This I think that's morning. what made it so exciting. 
Yeah, I think like 75% of our predictors went for Bailey to win, like instead of Belair and Belair won. Like that doesn't often happen. Uh, loads of people go wrong the wrong match and even the main event like 50- that was the thing I almost went safe by saying both are going to retain but obviously one it, I, I kicked myself I had a feeling thinking... one was I think a lot of people thought that but by the predictions some pe- most people went for a title to one of the titles mm. to change it's just a lot Can of people we move on to one. the next match then since we're talking about women's was there anything else you wanted to mention from that match? no just that yeah Fantastic, for me it was an amazing it? match a match of the night but yeah let's and move on to Ronda versus Liv which I don't know about you, but wasn't quite as good. It, it the when this was announced, I just, I just, unfortunately, I think Ronda is a really hard opponent to face mm. because she just, she's too, she's made too strong, and it, it's unrealistic to have her beat. Sometimes. Oh yeah, this is this is the thing because a lot of people went for Liv to win this match, but my thinking was that Liv isn't beating Ronda three times, and I know the first one was a cash in, and the yeah. second one was. Um, that dodgy finish. The only reason I went for Liv, I mean, I went for Liv. The only reason I did is because I thought her reign has been so crap. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of that initial Ronda pin submission thing, it's just been so flat. I thought they might try give her a bit more of a chance. And mm. I thought in a match where you can have weapons, you could easily just have her hit one lucky hit with a baseball bat or something around the head. Yeah. I also, I mean, on our on our um, pod on Thursday, I did think I thought there would be interference in this match one way or another, either to yeah. help Ronda or cost Ronda. I thought Shayna Baszler would probably be involved. I thought there was a chance Charlotte Flair returns. Yeah, during that this seems match. to have disappeared, hasn't it? Um, but yeah, nothing. It was just a straight one on one match. Some of the weapon shots looked a bit awkward. They were this, terrible um, they? Yeah. in this match. Um, I didn't enjoy this at all. Um, I don't enjoy the result. I mean, I'm no. I do like Ronda Rousey. I just I don't think I like her in the title picture. No, and um, to be honest, I was a bit. What's frustrating is Ronda herself in an interview fairly recently said, "I don't need to be champion to be relevant, and I don't think I should be the champion because there's other people that like Liv Morgan that have yeah. worked really hard to be in a position to win." She's like, "I'd rather have interesting stories, not around the title." But then they put the title on her. So seems an odd move for Triple H as well. It doesn't seem the sort of thing he'd do when you compare it to everything else he's doing. No, I know, but I, I feel like they're setting up for something Shane down Bays the line. The feud, I, think, I, I think they'll do the Shane of feud soon. I don't think that'll be the big mania feud, but Becky I think Lynch. I think they want yeah. What I was thinking, we haven't had that yeah. still haven't had that Becky Ronda one on one match, have we? Yeah. We had that triple threat. I still think maybe when Becky returns, she'll return. And I will be down. the biggest Becky fan ever when yeah. that when that I, comes I can see around. I think that's why they put the title on Ronda. Because I think she'll have a feud with Shana through like till maybe day one at like day one or the Royal Rumble or whenever. She'll feud with, Sh- f- with Shayna probably till then. And then maybe mm. um, Becky will return and then she'll face Becky at Mania. That's my prediction from it. Because I, I think, think that's, I think they want a huge match. At all. Because I don't think Liv was ever going to keep it through to Mania anyway. And who else were they going to put it on? It's a shame because I think Charlotte she'd have really popped. If, she, if she'd have carried on that initial momentum when she cashed in. Yeah. And not had that stupid Ronda match straight after. They should have given her a few half-assed opponents for a while just to well, really build yeah. her up. They did the obviously they did the Shayna match at Clash that we were at, and even that didn't get a great reaction because people just you needed didn't like care. Lacey Evans or something like that maybe mm. to, for her to beat. It's yeah. just and this match unfortunately damaged Liv even more in my opinion, as you mentioned. Some of the weapon shots were terrible. Uh, when you compare it to some of the other matches, even in that evening. 
Um, Just the weapon shots just did not look good. It was like, don't use a baseball bat if you can't make it look realistic. It was almost like, I know at one point one of the commentators said, oh, they're toying, Ronda's toying with her or something like that. But because the other shots were so bad, I couldn't tell whether it was toying or if it was just them doing really awful attempted weapon shots. Yeah, um, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean completely. Um, and the finish itself. So there was um, obviously Liv did a sent on for the table and Ronda, which was a cool spot. She kicked that out. Was that was a cool spot. Yeah. But then there was a broken table, and then Ronda did a submission. I, I don't know what the submission was. It wasn't her armbar, but it Liv kind of was smiling as she passed out, um, which wasn't interesting. I didn't. People, a lot of people were criticizing this finish. I didn't actually hate this finish because at least Liv didn't tap. And I think the fact she was kind of smiling for it makes it kind of an interesting character thing. And based on what we saw afterwards on the sort of exclusive on the WWE website, I think her character's heading in a different direction, which I mentioned earlier. So I think we're either going to get a heel turn or like a much crazier, different version. I actually used to like her old... um, It's funny you should mention like the crazy side because I used to prefer her old... um, gimmick from um, the right squad her character from the right squad yeah it was a bit more that i i guess it's in relation it's similar to harley quinn yeah yeah, in in sort of the colorful craziness and some of the wrestling she used to do back then i thought was better than it is now um she's definitely improved in some areas but some of the more flamboyant moves like she used to do that awesome bridge uh to like avoid a move Mm. uh where she'd like go over backwards and things like that i haven't seen that in ages um which is just odd um, I really, it, I'm quite sad because I do like Liv Morgan, but I think this this reign has just been terrible. Yeah, um, I, th- I think her character just needs. I think her character needs to change a bit. Yeah, I think now she's lost that title, it might do her a favor in the long run because it wasn't working. It no. wasn't like you said for various reasons. Um, something else that, in my opinion, didn't really work, and you know, it's a little bit of a negative section of the show because I thought these two matches back to back were the worst things yeah. on the show. Yeah, was Drew versus Cross, and actually, I dislike this match probably more than the the Ronda Live match personally. Yeah, I think I only agree because with you, yeah. I didn't like the finish. Um, I didn't I like the finish or the match, to be honest. No, and the match, I just thought I was a little bit. I had higher expectations. I think that was the problem here. Yes. Um, I like the start with Cross like not putting the strap on. And then yeah, eventually, cool. um, Drew, you know, they're fighting through the crowd and then on the outside. And eventually, Drew got him in the ring. I think, yeah, I think the strap really limits Drew, especially Drew. Because yeah. Drew's matches are so sort of like sporadic, explosive power that he couldn't do that. It was no, just, he had one little burst. He had one little burst of it, but there was too much. It was too slow, this match. Too much. Yeah. I, obviously, I know in the strap match, you're going to get loads of whipping stuff. But there was too much of it, I thought. Um, and it was just kind of, yeah, it was just kind of a bit boring. Really. It was flat, wasn't it? When you compare it to the Roman match, which did have slow spots. Yeah. Uh, from Clash of the Castle. Yeah. It, it was chalk and cheese. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think the strap might have limited. Damage Cross a bit as well, because he is so enduring. Sort of the way you look at him as well. It's really cool, his, his presentation. And I thought, wow, that was a terrible match. Um, yeah, so... I just, I didn't think it was like awful. There wasn't like botches and spot. I just thought it was a bit boring. I was a bit, yeah. uh, during this match, like after the amazing start, and then I had the, we had the Ronda match live, which was okay, but didn't really, mm-hmm. great. it wasn't great. And then this was just, I was a bit like, oh, this show's like disappointed me a bit so far because yeah. I had such high expectations of this show. 
and by the end, I was I was definitely satisfied. The next three matches plus oh, the, yeah. the end in a bray made it made it a great show again. But but at this point, I was a little bit disappointed. But yeah, the finish, the spray to the eye, like they tried to the fireball spot. They've done a spot fireball spot in this feud with Scarlet as well. Now yeah, spray yeah. pepper spray. Um, yeah, I, I just was... want Cross to be a bit of a beast with occasional distraction. Yeah, I don't think Not... he should need Scarlet to win the matches. No. That's that's the thing. He should be. He's big. He's like strong. He shouldn't need. This isn't like when he had Miz and Maurice, and Maurice no. would Miz cheap because that's the kind of heel he is. Cross should be able to beat people without needing Scarlet, and that's the way that. And a moment we're in they... danger of putting him in the same situation he was in before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and when does Drew go from here? Because he just keeps getting. He he was getting his ass well, beaten in the build up. Drew, because he's been yeah. beat again. The only thing I can see is this story where he becomes so run down, he turns. And he... I think this match... I think they go another match here, though. I think this match will happen again at Crown Jewel. Oh, uh, okay. Because it wasn't a clean finish. If Drew had beaten... If Cross had beaten clean, I don't think... But I think the, we get this Crown match Crown Jewel or it waits to Survivor Series, I maybe. think they do Crown Jewel and um, they won't take Scarlet over there because they, no. they won't have many women over there, do they, anyway? No. And they'll just do one on one, and like maybe it'll be like a cage match or something, so nobody can get involved. And then maybe Drew will get his win back, something like that. I reckon. Um, yeah, good I, idea. I Drew think... needs to win now, though. He's he's getting yeah. in the Seth scenario, isn't he? Yeah, and, and lose every feud. I think Seth can get away with it because um, the way he wrestles, and he's also a heel, so heels yes. sometimes need to have their comeuppance. But with Drew, he's like the top, supposedly the top babyface, and he just keeps getting screwed over. Um. So yeah, I agree with you. And this, like I said, this match was a bit disappointing. Let's move on to something a bit more, a bit better. Because eh? I thought this match was really, really good. And that's uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. Yeah, I, I thought this was great. Straight away, this really did actually entertain me. Yeah, and give me a good buzz because ladder matches sometimes I get a bit fed up of them climbing the ladder at like one mile an hour. I think but... in a in a one on one match that doesn't seem to happen as much. It's more when you've got multiple loads of people. Yeah. But Belair was like taking opportunities to just turn and run up the ladder. Yeah, I love that. I they showed so her. Clever. Yeah, they showed her like flipping around, just like really quick, like trying to get in the ring, climb up the ladder, catch yeah. Bailey out. I really liked that. Um, That's brilliant, wasn't it? And they was, they didn't mess about straight away as well. Like Belair got smashed into a ladder on the outside, like in, within like the first minute of the match. So yeah. they used they did some good weapon spots with the the ladder as well. There were some huge moves, wasn't there? You had that sunset flip. Uh, yep. from Bailey into Belair and that looked like it hurt <laughs> yeah uh, and so did that elbow drop as well where Bailey set up the two ladders between the uh, the ladder between the ring and the barricade yeah led Bianca and then did an elbow drop off the apron that was kind of a cool spot and they went painful. for it really I mean yeah talking about spots as well the finish was really cool and unique where Bailey had hold of the ladder and yeah. Belair got her in a KOD um but I think Bailey might have smashed her face off the ladder. Um, very hard spot was a to bit get blood, right. But yeah, I think that it did look like she hit her, hit her mouth on it. But um, fantastic match. Um, yeah. Using the ladders really well. Um, and I thought they obviously had yeah, damage control get involved in this match. Yeah. Um, kind of spec- we kind of speculated, me and Keeney on the pod, like where, how would this finish go? Because we thought obviously damage control would get involved. Asuka and Alexa were taken out on Raw. And Keeney kind of thought maybe they'll get involved here. And I said, maybe we'll get someone else help Bailey. Uh, but yeah, Belair, I mean. But she didn't need the help in the end. She just beat everybody up no, and won. Double KOD, didn't she? Uh, on the and they're, they're making Belair like 
unbelievably strong. I saw someone say yesterday compared her to she's like a female Cena, where she can just like be on her own and destroy factions and just win. Like that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Um, I wonder whether we'll keep on with this until eventually we do get that match of Rhea versus Belair. That's what I I would like to see that be a title match of Mania. I think that you keep Rhea and Belair away from each other. Rhea's not even wrestling in the women's division at the moment, really. No. You keep her separate and then have Rhea win the Royal Rumble would be a great way to go. And then she can just challenge Belair at Mania. Because I think, I don't really see the point in taking the, I thought if they were going to take the title off Belair, this might be the chance to do it because it was a ladder match. She wouldn't have to take a pin because it's Bailey, a stronger position. But if she didn't lose here, I don't see Belair really losing anytime soon now. No. And and the Survivor Series, I'm pretty sure the title won't be on the line because I think they'll be in the War Games match, won't they? Yeah. They're almost certainly going to be Team Belair versus Team Bailey, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be great fun. No, I can't wait. Especially after that. Yeah. So that was that was a really good match. Um, then we got Finn Balor versus Edge. I have some mixed thoughts on this match, but overall, really, really enjoyed it. I loved the storytelling and particularly the finish it finish here. Yeah, yeah, um, my only wild. criticism is this match went 29 minutes long and I don't think it needed to be that long. The first no. half of this match dragged a little bit. Mm-hmm. The ref was, you know, it'd be a basic submission hold and he'd be oh, asking yeah. if they quit. Too too much of that at the it start. Was, half the time was on the microphone, wasn't it? It was just weird, just them breathing heavily down the mic. Yeah. Going, no! And I get yeah. what they were doing. They are playing up that Edge will never quit. Like, he was refusing to quit after every move. And then eventually, obviously, he took a sacrifice. Yeah, like you say, there wasn't some moves and you're like, there's no way anyone would quit no. after that. No. Like, yeah. so it, it felt a little bit pointless um, at the start, that, that bit. Just want to say as well, Bala's entrance. He had a cool entrance with a really different mask. I don't New know. Mask, um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was unusual. And also, I was watching him because he looked like he was about to do his usual. Yes, um, he did. And then he was like, "Nope, like proper heel didn't actually do it. Just like stayed down, and then like really arrogantly goes up, way out of the music, just to wind the crowd up." Yeah, that was um, uh, that was cool. He's a he's a brilliant heel. I'm really glad he's he sort of come back with a resurgence here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the match itself, again, it was cool. I loved the bits um, for the crowd. That was good. Um, yeah. You know, there's a big uh, suplex on the floor, and then they went through the barricade. Edge used a hockey stick at one point. That was um, cool. crowd pleasing. But I think the match really picked up once the interferences started. Well, yeah, you had a I, massive I spear it, it, on it was... Finn off the apron into the rest of the Judgment Day. Yeah. That was so, wild. So once Priest and Dom come down, I think the match really took it to another level. Um, because then it started getting interesting. You had Rhea handcuff Edge to the... That was a cool spot and actually felt quite realistic. Yeah, Um, because Edge was going to do a lining up a spear and she just kind of sneakily grabbed him. Yeah, and she's strong enough to sort of hold as well. You sort of, it's believable, isn't it? Whereas sometimes you're like, oh, that just looked terrible. And Um, then obviously we got Rey Mysterio come down as well to try and help Edge when he was getting beaten up three on one with handcuffed. Rey, uh, Rey got sort of taken out. Dom, Michael Cole was like a mad Michael on commentary here. mental, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was good on commentary up. here. Then eventually, this, I predicted this to happen. This is why I went for Finn Balor to win. Because I thought there's no, like, Beth Phoenix is going to get involved again here. We've been um, predicting this for ages, haven't we? Yeah, and then we th- I thought that Edge isn't going to quit on his own accord, but he's, no. something's going to happen to Beth and that's going to make him quit. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so Beth gets in the ring. She takes out 
Priest at one point and I think Balor too. But then the crowd get really into it when they see Rhea and Beth stare down. And I think they've got to do that match at some point. They have to yeah. do that match because that well, is... Well, I'm wondering if we'll get it Survivor Series. We could do. Judgment Day versus Edge, Rhea and, and Ray. Yeah, because oh, I predicted yeah. that for Clash of the Castle when it didn't happen. And then, yeah. you know, they've got to, they've got to do Rhea and... Um, Beth eventually, whether it's one on one, whether it's a tag, they've got to do it. Um, but eventually, so she she unlocks Edge, and then that lead, but that doesn't really help in the end because um, Edge goes to get the, um, the bar off the chair, but uh, behind the ref's back, Rhea hits Beth with brass knuckles, knocks Beth out, and then that allows the Judgment Day to just take Edge out, and eventually. Um, Edge, he won't quit at first, but once they've threatened to do the concerto, he quits and then they do it anyway. That was savage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. Which savage. I quite like the fact they did it anyway. I thought that was, yeah, that yeah, was a good yeah. spot. Um, really savage heel work, like you said. Really good storytelling. Great stuff from Edge, like the acting and the, the sort of the reason. I, I really like the finish, basically. And I think Finn winning is the right move as well to keep Judgment Day strong. He's got a win over Edge, which is like a huge deal for him. Yeah. He didn't need it, didn't he? Because they've lost a lot, Judgment. Yeah, yeah. Balor Week recently has won a lot of ma- a lot more matches. I feel. Yeah. Because um, I know but not a big, not a big one. I think. Not a, yeah, he's won there. matches on Raw against like Ray and stuff, but not someone of Edge's, you know, standing in in WWE sense. So yeah, really, really good. The last ten minutes of this, I thought, were fantastic. Basically. Yeah, really enjoyed that. But that it, my only criticism is they could have took a few minutes off this match and maybe put it on the main event and made the main event slightly bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, because the main event actually was quite short compared to it. So should we move on to that now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't mind the fact it was short, I suppose, because this match is meant to be so savage and it was bloody... It was really good. Short, what it? we got was really good. But I do think the first Riddle-Seth match we got was a better match overall than this one. I don't know if you agree, but... Yeah, I pers- it's, I it's difficult, it isn't it, when you do this sort of stipulation? Yeah. Um, to it is more spotty, isn't it? Um, yeah. Spotty. <laughs> Hitting spots, but I I did enjoy this. Um, I guess I like the fact that the referee is a like a USC fighter, but I don't think he added anything to it. No, there was um, teases, wasn't there, at the start where he kind of was like, "You're not fighting me, you're fighting yeah. each other." It kind of pulled the guys off, and he. I thought we were going to get a big spot with him after that because they were they were both annoying him. It was kind of like um, when we had uh, Jeff Jarrett as a special guest referee, yeah, yeah. and he did nothing. <laughs> and that that was this at least made at least made sense why he was there. Yeah. Um, it made Jeff sense, made but no there was sense. a couple of things he did that were wrong. Like the finish for a start, he, he like didn't tell the ref that it was like the ring announces it was over. He oh, just like I didn't even left notice. it. Yeah, he like waited a minute and then so he just was tapping and tapping and tapping and trying to break it up, but didn't tell anyone, um, which just looked a bit delayed. But the match itself, I actually did really enjoy it. Yeah, um, I did as well. Frog splash from Seth off the side of the ring, mm. off the cage, was mad. I loved that. I've got to mention as well, Seth coming out um, in a sort of RVD-style singlet. Uh, yeah, with his hair tied back. His hair well. tied back and then did an RVD, but Seth freaking Rollins. Um, obviously trolling here because it's in Philadelphia, which is kind of where ECW made its name. And obviously it was an extreme. Seth's an absolute goat, in my opinion. 
Um, just things like when he was in the ring and he got up the top and rather than doing anything, Riddle was down the bottom and he was just walking around, just like tuning with the crowd yeah, and singing his music. Just this guy doesn't miss, I don't think. Um, ever since that horrible Fiend decision, which wasn't to do with him, he's just, everything he does is amazing. Uh, Riddle interestingly brings out the RKO in this match. Yes, he capitalized. Um, the nice counter actually that, that was really smooth. It was a Peruvian necktie, which obviously Seth won with a couple of weeks ago, which is yeah. a, a sort of jiu-jitsu hold. And he, yeah, that was counted into an RKO, which was interesting. The floating bro off the top was insane. I don't know how Riddle didn't hurt himself doing that. Um, yeah, that was that was big, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Um, that was mental. Um, there was and there's stuff like obviously there was a pedigree. Uh, there's a buckle bomb in the corner of the top of the cage. Yeah. There's a pedigree on top of the platform. <laughs> I'm glad he just did a buckle bomb there. I had a feeling he was going to lob him into the ring at one point. I was a bit scared um, for Riddle. Yeah, that that would have been a bit much. I think um, that would have been crazy. <laughs> but yeah, this this match was really good. I do think the only the slight it was slightly affected by the fact that the crowd were chanting "We want Wyatt," and I think they knew because Bray hadn't appeared yet. They were kind of just waiting for Bray at this point. And I don't think the crowd was into it as they could have been for that reason. Yeah, yeah, I sure. think if this had gone on early, the crowd would have been really into this match. Um, but because I suppose it didn't really need to main event, did it, in a way? It didn't, no. Um, but I suppose it's the spectacle of that cage. Maybe. I think it's the, the fact Cormier is involved. I think the spectacle of the cage. It wouldn't, you know, they could have had... On the build-up to it, I thought they could have had pretty much any one of the matches main event, other than maybe the six-man tag. I didn't think that would main event. But, you know, the others, there was a couple of title matches in, on the card, so you could have title matches, especially with a title change. But then I think if Ronda and Liv had main evented and we got the match we did, I think we'd have been disappointed. So, um, yeah, I think it was fine. It was just unfortunate that, obviously, they did the Bray Wyatt thing at the end, so people were kind of just waiting for it, it felt like, a little bit. But that's not, that's not, a, that's not really anybody's fault. I think it was the smart. No, I mean, to... I was excited too. I was just thinking, when is he going to turn up? Is he going to interfere in the match? Is he going to cause? Yeah, is he going because... to cause... I was kind of looking to see how long the show was left because I was, I was like, Bray better bloody appear. And then the match ended. I think it was like seven minutes left. I was like, well, something's happening. Uh, you cheeky boy! I wasn't doing that. I was being good and not looking at the time limit. I didn't want it spoiled. Well, I knew. I was thinking, surely something has to happen because if it doesn't, then that's going to be. So yeah. Uh, Although we um we best mentioned that Riddle got the win here. Oh, of course, um, yeah. From an awesome ending, actually. So he got him in. The, he got Seth in the submission, and Seth was trying everything to get him off. He he bounced him off the edge of the cage. He yeah, twice. Power bombed yeah. him and didn't. He still and didn't, Riddle let, didn't go. let go. Yeah, I loved this. This was brilliant, and it's it's realistic because it feels real because Riddle is. Well, we come from an MMA background. So for him mm. to win in this setting and not let go from a submission in a match that can only be ended by submission, yeah. I thought was great. Yeah, I enjoyed this. <laughs> I think this is the way to go when you let them each have one one apiece. So whether you carry this on. And yeah, I don't, I don't three, know whether we get it. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens tonight because obviously Seth is wrestling for the United States title tonight. On the I war. wonder if he'll get it. I, I, I'm wondering if they're going to take this title off Lashley give it to Seth. Seth seems to have come away from the other belts and I think he deserves a belt and I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Triple H sees that. I th- I know other people have disagreed with me, as in well, you, yourselves, you and Keeney, but I think Lashley's gone a bit flat this last few weeks. I know he's been having good matches, but in terms of story... Yeah, there's no story there. There's, no there's story nothing there. at all, is there? He's just, no. 
he's just not doing a lot. So I wouldn't be opposed to putting that title on Seth. You can also then pull him away from Riddle because he can say, I've got bigger things to fry now. See you later. Yeah, um, I would, but I, I, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult but also, one. who would we like Seth to face at WrestleMania? Cody Rhodes. If you don't want Cody near the main title because Roman's got bigger fish to fry with The Rock or whatever, you give Seth a title to then push Cody towards maybe yeah. US title, American Nightmare. It, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, it does. In my but... head. Yeah, it, it does make sense, but it's... but Seth can't lose again. He can't lose again, surely. Well, the thing is, he did stop. Uh, he's got obviously the riddle thing still there, but also he did stomp Mustafa Ali on on Raw. So it wouldn't surprise me if Ali comes out and costs that'd him the be match a good as well. feud as well. Then, I wouldn't mind. But seeing. I would like Ali try to cost him, but it doesn't. Rollins wins, and then we can do Rollins versus Ali for the t- US title. I think that would be. A great yeah, that'd be burst. a banger. In fact, those two it. in the ring will be absolute fire. Yeah, I think that would be a really quite cool thing to do. I, d- I don't know what you do with Lashley then, but that's for another a, a conversation another for another day. We'll talk about that. Come on around Thursday. on Roman again, couldn't he? I mean, someone else to yeah. line well, up for him. I guess we see what happens on uh, Raw, and then we'll talk about I'm that excited on Thursday. For that's definitely... Oh, I'm definitely excited for Raw. D- we've got uh, DX on there, we've got the premiere, we've got Gargano vs. Theory. Rollins v Lashley and then Bray exactly Wyatt. the fact is a premier would say to me even more that Rollins is going to get that title because yeah. I think a big thing to happen is to have one of your major stars win a title on that that first season that's a fair, premier that's a fair point but so yeah. just quickly overall thoughts on the show I would say it was like a seven seven point five out of ten really really great ending with Bray I think the f- opening match was brilliant i think the main event and the Bala match were really good the ladder match delivered there's just the two matches two matches in the middle. two matches i think under delivered a little bit mm-hmm. that were disappointing obviously the title change is noteworthy but i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing really but yeah i would say i don't think it was pay-per-view of the year which i thought it could be with the card but i think it was still pretty it was good. a big card wasn't it which i think gives you expectation doesn't it yeah and uh can be damaging but yeah, I hope uh, you all enjoyed that. And I hope you also enjoyed Extreme Rules if you have watched it. If you haven't, it's definitely worth a watch. Maybe skip a couple of matches in the middle. Um, we will be back again, recording Thursday, ready for a Friday morning podcast with our usual Raw and hopefully uh, Raw Smackdown, NXT and AEW. Yeah, um, well, maybe yeah. AEW, depends whether we've watched it or not. And I like to get people's hopes up anyway. Yeah. Uh, if not, you'll have Fisher straight in with our AEW correspondent. Um, give us well, a follow. Saying, like, I was meant like, to do one please. this week and I didn't because Extreme no, Fisher's Rules. Fisher's letting the side down. Well, Extreme Rules and stuff got in the way. And then I just. To be honest, AEW at the moment compared to WWE is awful. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah. It's not even it's, as exciting I, I prefer, to talk about. Obviously, I think we're much more hyped on WWE. I think you can tell that. But yeah. Right, so follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Keep an eye on our YouTube, like and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.